Welcome back to the Hollow Sky Podcast. We are your hosts. I'm Steven. And Kyle. And it's Thursday, which means it's our listener experience day. I was super confused there for a second. Yeah. By you saying it's Thursday. I'm like, what the hell are you talking about? It's actually Saturday. Right. But it's not to be confused with Monday when the regular show goes out. Or Tuesday when the night shift drops. So those listening to this, it's Thursday. Speaking of the night shift, uh, if you are a fan of the night shift, you know by now that in the month of December, we are going to do the live shows on YouTube on Monday nights. Uh, The schedule or holiday schedule is a little crowded and convoluted in this season, so we're going to move it to Monday just for the month of December. So come and hang out with us there at YouTube, 8 p.m. Central. Night Shift, bring your weird stories, and we can talk about them. But if you'd rather have your weird story featured here, Kyle's got some information. Well, you can write your story out or record yourself, whatever you prefer. Shoot that over to the email, which is going to be holloskypodcast at gmail.com. Or you can text slash call the holophone, which is going to be 618-556-0837. You can also send... Anything cool or weird to the P.O. Box, which is going to be P.O. Box 145, Fielden, Illinois, 62031. And we will be eagerly awaiting your treasures and responses. Yes. Cursed objects. Um, Yeah. What else? Haunted objects. Cool stuff. Uh, Things that you stole from the basement of the Vatican. Like... Breakfast burritos. From the basement of the Vatican. Yes. Probably, I bet they have some fire ones in they're there. They're probably delicious. I would bet money. It's good enough for the Lord. It's good enough for me. That's what I'm saying. Uh, if you'd like to support us, there's plenty of ways you can do it. Check out the Patreon. We got a bunch of extra content over there. You can check out the tiers, see what you want. We got episodes without ads, which everybody loves. Uh, there's a bunch of goodies over there. You can go to the website, allskypodcast.com, find some dope-ass merch, and buy it and rep the hollow cult. A hunted. That is the cool thing to do. Yeah. That's what all the cool kids are doing these days. I mean, I just hear it from everybody on the streets. I, I'm not exactly a cool kid, but that's just what I've been hearing. So, I don't know. Yeah, you can... Leave us a five-star rating and review, which I will shout out on Mondays. Also what the cool kids are doing. True. True. But you can share the show. Share the show word of mouth. It's the best thing you can do. Keep repping the hollow, hollow cult. Share the show on social media. You know the deal. Now we're going to get into what everybody's here for, and that is this week's listener experience. This listener experience comes to us from our friend, Maddie. Matthew. I said Maddie. It's Matthew, but I just automatically gave him a nickname. <laughs> Sorry, Matthew. It, it's your new name now. Yeah, that's that's your your uh, hollow cult name at this point. But it's titled Skinwalker Eyes. Gross. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Matthew says, I was listening to the recent episode that you had the Skinwalker dude on talking about hunting the Skinwalkers, and something he said reminded me of a creepy thing that happened while I was hunting alone in the early morning of the Unita Mountains out in Utah. When he mentioned the red lights flashing in the distance where the eyes of skinwalkers watching the area remotely, 
I was dumbstruck and was taken back to about two years ago where I saw similar red lights flashing in and out, following me through the woods. He described the skinwalkers using blood crystals to more or less remote view a different area or scout out a location. I'd never heard that set of skinwalkers, so when I heard it, I started making the connection to my creepy morning that happened back in October of 2021. I've been back to the same area many times in the last three years. It's always given me the creeps when I get in this particular Aspen Meadow. I stumbled across the area by accident in 2020 after my truck broke down and I couldn't drive up the off-road trail to hunt the area I had scouted for weeks leading up to the hunt. I was searching Google Earth and found what looked like the perfect area to camp and hunt, but it didn't require much off-roading to get to. The camp is at the top of a steep hillside that has a good view down into the valley below. It overlooks what I describe as three shelves, a steep hill, then an, a level area or shelf followed by another drop-off to another level area, etc., dropping you to the bottom of a valley between two mountains. The third shelf down levels out and has many game trails winding through this aspen meadow. Being my first time in this area, I was making my way in by hanging a neon green surveyor's tape so I was able to find my way back to camp. The first creepy thing I noticed was on my second day walking through the aspen meadow after my morning hunt, I looked up and noticed what looked like a freshly carved cross about 20 feet up in one of the aspens. Similar to all those jackasses that carved their initials in the aspens at ground level. But this was high up in the tree, and it looked fresh. Thought it was weird, but kept going on. In about the next half mile walk back to camp, I saw about ten more crosses, all the way up higher in the tree than any person could reach without climbing. And all perfectly straight T-shapes. Nothing else weird happened that year, other than the creepy feeling walking alone through the aspen meadow. But it was a promising place to hunt, so I went back the next hunting season, which is 2021. I camped at the exact spot to hunt that year, only this time I was more familiar with the area. I'd been back a few times throughout the year to scout it out and put up trail cams, so I was more familiar and didn't need to follow my trail markers in and out. Where things start to get creepy, my reason for writing this email was on the opening morning of the deer hunt in October of 2021, I woke up early around 4 a.m., made my coffee, and ate something real quick then started hiking down those same three shelves to get to the creepy aspen meadow. As I was hiking in the dark, hours before the sun comes up, to get to my spot that is about a mile away from camp, but you have to go through this aspen meadow to get there. As I was slowly dropping down the steep hills from my camp, I kept hearing rustling and getting the feeling like I'm not alone. But I'm in the dark forest where hundreds of other animals live, so I chalk it up to animals rustling around after I walk past, and kept going to the third shelf toward the aspen meadow. I know there are cougars in the area, so I always made it a point to look behind me and shine my light back up every 30 feet or so while I'm hiking down in the dark to deter anything from sneaking up on me at night. At least that's my hope. <laughs> With my flashlight, I pointed at the ground, I turned toward my right, and I saw the flashing red lights for the first time. They flickered in and out twice, then I couldn't see them again. I froze and tried to remain perfectly still, thinking there may be another hunter over there, so I focused my attention to where I saw the lights, maybe 20 to 30 feet up to my east. I shined my light and couldn't see anything. I even turned my light off to see if I could see another hunter's light moving around in the distance, but I saw nothing. I heard nothing. After a few minutes standing still and nothing happened, I turned my light back on and started moving again. The next time I stopped to look behind, I turned to my left and saw the red lights flicker in and out on the hillside to my west. 
Again, they flickered two or three times and then disappeared as soon as I started to focus on them. I stopped and listened again, thinking it may be another hunter, but everything was perfectly still. All the leaves had fallen off the trees, and there was a lot of deadfall, so it was impossible for anyone to walk this time of year in total silence, but I heard nothing. After waiting a minute or two, I started walking again and kept checking behind me every so often, and the next few times I didn't see anything. Just before I exited the aspen meadow to the clearing-slash-watering hole I, I planned to hunt, I turned again to my right and saw the lights again. Two red lights, like eyes in the night, but they were a foot away from my face, and turned off as soon as I saw them. I about shit myself. Almost fell backwards, but I kept my balance. This time I knew it wasn't a hunter. It was so close to me, and when they turned off there was nothing there. I scanned all around me and saw nothing. Could only hear my heart beating in my own chest. I was almost to the clearing ahead, so I hurried through the last little bit and settled down in an opening where I could see all around me and just sat waiting for the sun to come up. I sat there in the dark wondering if I was going crazy. I was on edge until the sun came up an hour or so later, but nothing else happened that morning. I'd never heard anything like this until the guest on your show brought up the red flickering lights being skinwalker eyes. I've been curious, I'd be curious to hear your thoughts on this. Earlier this year, I was camping with my family in the same general area and decided to go on a late morning hike by myself. My wife and three-month-old son stayed back at the trailer while I hiked the same, to the same hunting spot. I came up farther east of the creepy Aspen Meadow, but was going to walk through the meadow on my way back as it was a more direct route to camp. I started walking back through the Aspens, and I could hear children playing and laughing in the distance. I didn't think much of it, as there were plenty of places to camp close by. I kept walking, and the children playing got louder and louder, to the point that I should be able to see them, but I couldn't. I got creeped out thinking one of two things was happening. Either there are kids up ahead, and the crazy-looking bearded man with a gun on his chest was going to scare the shit out of them, or there were no children up ahead, and something wasn't right. Like I said, I was close enough to the sound that I should be able to see the kids playing, but couldn't see anyone around. Not wanting to find out, I got the hell out of the meadow and walked back to camp the long way. Anyway, that's the story of the red lights following me through the dark that I was reminded of by the Skinwalker dude. I've seen and heard lots of weird things in these mountains, but this is the creepiest story I have. Feel free to use it for the show, or just archive it away in the folder of weird shit. Loving the show. Keep killing it. Matthew. Matthew, my friend, thank you so much, first off, for taking the time to write down and share your encounter with us. Um, yeah. Creepy, first and foremost. Definitely. I also had never heard of the red eye phenomenon with um, skinwalker encounters. Hey, Hollow Colt, the weather's getting nice, and you know what that means. It's cryptid hunting season, and the first rule to cryptid hunting is good footwear. That's why we're excited to announce our partnership with Tacovis Boots. When you're out hunting the dogman or stalking Chupacabra, you don't have time to break in boots. That's why Tacovis is so nice. They have first wear comfort. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with their styles when you're out hunting cryptids. And let me tell you, their styles are on point. I've always considered getting me a pair of snakeskin boots, and their pair is mint. They also have crocodile boots, caiman boots, ostrich boots, regular leather boots. They they have it all, and it's it's ridiculously awesome. You can even stop by their the local Tacova store, 
have a complimentary drink or two, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and a friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. So just imagine yourself getting a pair of legitimate snakeskin Hollow Sky branded boots. How awesome would that be? Nothing is going to intimidate a dog man like a nice pair of gator skin boots. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots as well as free returns and exchanges and ship right to your door. Go to tecovas.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Until we spoke with Sean Clinn and... I mean, if there's one guy to go to for Skinwalker information, it is definitely him. He is well-versed in the lore and the culture uh, surrounding the Skinwalker. It almost, with it disappearing in front of you, it almost feels like one of the more spiritual skinwalkers as opposed to a physical skinwalker i agree i also want to want to take the time to say uh masterfully written i appreciate the detail you used in telling your story this is exactly what i love you know i love being able to to be there with the person experiencing it um i'll be honest like whenever i was listening to steve tell your story here the crosses in the tree is fucking weird. No matter which way you look at that, that's yeah. that's strange. I'm not saying that a person wouldn't climb up and carve a cross in a tree. But the fact that there are multiple trees definitely makes it a little more interesting. The second thing that I can appreciate by your experience here, and what I will be honest about is that it almost made me wonder at first because you kept bringing up another hunter. And so my mind went directly to another hunter thinking that maybe they were using red lights instead of white lights to navigate the dark because a lot of people will do that. But as the story progressed, you find out that it's definitely not another hunter or hunters using these red lights to navigate the dark. You and I'll by visualizing this because of how you wrote it. I feel like Steve's right that if it is a skinwalker, no matter what it is, it it's definitely on the spiritual aspect on the plane there. But it almost kind of makes me feel like it's a little bit either malevolent or of the trickster nat type nature because this whole time it's doing this dance with you staying off in the distance, but enough that it can be seen. And then that last encounter with it, it was almost like it was done playing the game and it was going, now here I am. <laughs> yeah. Like you know what I'm saying? Solidifying it, itself. Yes. Like it, it felt very, I don't like, I, like I can't use a better word, but it, it it almost feels like it was macho, like it was flexing on you. That very last encounter was like boo, like it was saying boo. 
Like letting you know that you're in my domain right now. It's not the other way around, sir. You are in my domain, and I'm making my presence known. And so it's very... I can understand why you would be floored and just scared because I would be too. And I would be wondering the same thing. Is there, is there something going wrong with my eyes? You know, did I, did I clip myself in the eyes with my own flashlight? And now am I seeing spots or my eyes having a hard time adjusting? Like my mind would rationally run down these avenues. And then my brain would probably immediately go to, man, there's probably something wrong with my eyes because I'm seeing these red dots off in the distance. You know, I, I, I just feel like maybe there's something wrong with my eyes at this point. But then that last that last one solidifies it like it's it's there in your face. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. it's it's definitely yeah. different. Just just like submitting the fact that you're not seeing shit. Oh yeah. Like it is it is legit. When I don't know what the tree crosses are, man. I don't know if maybe there's some sort of symbolism within the culture uh, in Utah that is uh, maybe something we we aren't privy to or we've overlooked. But I did, as I'm sitting here listening to Kyle, I looked into crosses in trees and their meanings. And the first one that popped up from Atlas Obscura uh, it says it's from Estonia. There are many of ideas why these crosses are made. One of the origin of the tradition is that the soul uses the tree to climb up to get to heaven or the afterlife. However, the main belief behind the tradition is that it prevents the souls from returning to haunt others. Well, and that's weird because I was sitting here thinking, well, okay, let's let's theorize on this cross. What if it's like a barrier a protection. for something? Yeah, 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 that's yeah. What I yeah. Too. Yeah, and when you first start talking about the eyes, I know we've came across a, uh, a lot of Sasquatch encounters, Bigfoot encounters, uh, where the eyes are yellow, the eyes are orange, the yeah. eyes are red. That's just kind of the first thing that I popped into my head. You do hear a lot of the yellow and red, even with even with the Dog Man, you hear yellow and red. Yeah. Um, I have, I have, I think I've heard. I think we did a couple stories where the Sasquatch eyes were blue. That's and that that was more in the Arizona yeah creepy area, too area I believe um now I don't know if it was like a blue hue or if the maybe its pupils were blue I'm assuming it was it was like how you would see the red and the yellow but I don't I don't know for sure um but dude I I don't know I really don't know what it could be outside of a skinwalker or maybe some type of forest deity. Or because it's, I don't. Do, do you really hear about much, or many instances like haunted woods, so to speak? I feel like mo- most of that lore is directed towards specific deities or or things like that. You know what I mean? Like I don't yeah. feel like it's like a a perceived haunting, so to speak. I think it gets a lot more. Um a lot more coverage in places outside of America. I'm sure there's plenty of haunted woods like people talk about in in America, but you hear a lot in like Romania and then you have And there's 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 a couple in like Japan yeah. or something like that. Yeah. Haunted forest over there, which I mean Utah's weird. 
That's yeah. a weird place. And another thing that kind of is strange whenever you kind of round it out, like your last in experience there with the hearing the children in the woods, it's almost like it was essentially trying to lure you further in. Yeah. You know, because you said you kept, you followed it because you expected to see the children. And then it got so close that they should be there. That's when you, you know, you thought, man, red flag. Let's get the hell out of here. Which is kind of the same thing it did with the eyes. Yeah. You know, it's out in the distance and then it approaches. Um, I don't know, man. I feel like it's a specific entity. I don't feel like it's uh, a haunting per se. Like I could understand woods being haunted to a degree if there was like some type of mass event where a lot of souls were lost in this area. I get that. But for one singular entity, my brain would go more toward like witchcraft or a deity or something of that nature. Yeah. That's kind of where my brain goes outside of the possibility of it being a skinwalker. I don't even know are, are skinwalkers prominent in that region. I don't know. You know, cause Sean Clinton made it sound like they're more prominent in, you know, Navajo nation versus, I don't know if, if this, I'm not good with my geography there. So, Forgive me if I've I fall off on that, but I don't know. I definitely feel like it's probably not the coolest thing that's there trying to to hassle you. And I don't know all the lore behind all the different you know forest entities and elementals and like there's a long list of things that it could be. And essentially, it could have just been that. You know, it might not have had any nefarious will toward you at all. You could have just been in its spot. Oh, for sure. Absolutely. And it's just like flashing those red warning eyes at you like, hey, hey, you got your hand in my cookie jar. Right. It's time to step back. And when you kept pushing forward, finally it's like, I am here. Which I could see that. You are in my spot. I don't want to harm you. I just want you to get going. Right. I could see that. Like if it was an old old god, so to speak, and it being like, hey, this is my peaceful place. Bounce the fuck out. Strange that the crosses were carved so high up in the trees. Yeah. That's yeah, and like I said, the fact that there's multiples is curious. Yeah, I mean it could have been carved years ago and then it grew with the tree. Right? Yeah, but he said it looked fresh. Yeah. Yeah. I was gonna look back at that. Yeah, that's weird. That's weird. It is weird. Because uh, yeah. if it was a if it was a protection, that means somebody else stumbled on it recently something, as well. Some, yeah, something's something strange has been going on. And the on. cross is so specific; it's so specific to a religion. That's what makes it interesting to me. Yeah. Not to say that the cross wasn't used in other places around the world; it very well could have been. You know, I'm also not <laughs> privy in that knowledge either, but. Uh, like we we visualize it with like Christianity and stuff, so it's it's a very interesting image to use as a layer of protection. Yeah, if that's what it was. Because I was kind of also wondering if like maybe it was some sort of like arborist kind of thing that they were doing, but you wouldn't think they'd climb twenty twenty five foot up into a damn tree. To you wouldn't think in. so. It wouldn't make any sense. I don't know, man. That's weird. Weird encounter, Matthew. 
Uh, curious to see what the Holocult thinks about it. Uh, keep us updated if that's a place. Because, I mean, it's, that's recent. It's within the last three, four years. If you're still hunting that area, uh, keep us updated if anything yeah. else goes on. I'm very curious. Sounds like a weird place. But again, thank you for taking the time to send your experience in. Uh, we greatly appreciate it. We will archive that in the file of weird shit. But check us out at all our social medias, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, Twitter, TikTok, Discord, Reddit. Come and be part of the Holocult. Come join us. It's a fun thing to do. Till we meet again, stay safe, stay weird, and stay vigilant if you're out in the woods. Weird things happen in the woods.